Welcome to a special, I mean a special edition of I Want to Praise You this week. We are celebrating the coldest acapella group to ever breathe on a mic on I Want to Praise You. My name is Darren Florence, and we're going to set it off with one of my special, special friends, Claude McKnight. What's up, Claude? Hey, hey, what's up, my man? You know we can't do nothing with Take Six unless we talk to you first. Let's rap. I know somebody who declares he's got it made. He won't admit it, but it's just a masquerade. He's a modern day deceiver with a case of falsehood fever. But today, it's a game. And then there's the devotion to Sarah. Ain't she sweet? She gets the word next thing you know It's in the street By the time it's been repeated All the truth has been deleted oh, What a shame Seems like everything we hear Is just a tale But I've got something That would never Beep, beep. 
somebody who declares he's got it made. He won't admit it, but it's just a masquerade. He's a modern day deceiver with a case of false fever. But today it's a All the truth has been deleted. Oh, what a shame. Seems like everything we hear is just a tale. But I've got something that will never, ever fade out. It's gonna spread love. Oh, it's gonna spread tonight. Spread love. The truth is no many years has it been? You know, I started this group as a freshman in college, so if we're going to go all the way back, I was literally 17 and uh, going on 18 back in 1980, man. So I started this group, man, 35 years ago. Wow. I don't want to say that too loud because we don't want nobody to start <laughs> counting. Which brings me to 50 and fit. 
that, that's your new logo. Three now, man, and you know I'm 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 really trying to keep it together, bro. So you know you inspire me and a lot of people every day. Um, I never was as good as you in basketball, but I still try to get out there and hoop a couple of times a week. And good looking out to you for helping us stay healthy out here, man. You know what, man? I appreciate it. You know, sometimes I put stuff out there to try to encourage myself as well. You know, it doesn't get any easier. So, you know, I think we're all in this game together, man. So, you know, like you said, you and I, we played ball together. And, you know, we you know, you just try to lift each other up, man. It's, 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 you know, we're all for each other. Trust in me. Love is not evil, love shares truth and satisfying lies Love bears all, love believes all, love endures all 
trust in me Cause I, cause I, cause I love you You've got to try me So, everybody now in the group calls you Claudie Mack. But I'm old school. I come from the school of Sweet Lou. Oh, my goodness. Let me let, 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 me let that resonate for a second. Why did they call you Sweet Lou? Should I tell them, or do you want to sell them? <laughs> I'll be very interested to see if you know what that actually came from. Uh, all right, all right. Well, let me let me take a stab at it. Let me take a stab at it. Now, you know, we go back like the Cadillac seats, so you know I know all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a little younger than me, so, so I'm not sure that you know. Okay, my freshman year at Oakwood, um, let's just say that I was a little buck wild, and, uh, you know, it was my first time really away from home, and... and uh, so I thought I had, you know, this cool persona and all of this stuff. And so some kind of way, I got this nickname. And Lou was short for uh, a longer name that, you know, I'm not really sure I should say. But, uh, you let, know. let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. The bottom line is, see, like he said, he had a persona. And he had to be one of the coolest cats on campus, man. And like he said... Dave and I were younger, so we used to look up to you guys. You know, you were, you were our mentors, basically, on the basketball court and on the microphone singing. Lou is short for Lucifer because this cat could sing every part harmony that there is to sing from bass, baritone, first, second tenor. Claude could get down. Now, now go ahead and take the story from there. That's that, bro. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that because, you know, for people who aren't aware, you know, Lucifer, basically, he was the musician in heaven. Right. So he he could do everything. So, uh, you know, if that's where you guys are coming from with that, yeah, I, 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 can, I can give it that. You know, it had a little bit more of a connotation to it, you know, just from the, <laughs> the cast who, uh, who knew me way back in the day. And in fact, now, it's really only like my brother Freddie calls me Lou still. Right, right. Uh, Brian Pate used to call me Lou, and, you know, he passed. About Rest in peace. And just a couple other cats, and so I guess, you know, that's still in your collective Darkness 
special show this week we got take six for the entire show and for us you know these are the homies we grew up we grew up with them we went to high school and college with them man you know take six that i grew up with so so Ooh. give me give me one of your favorite take six stories man come on man right, i'm gonna give you start with the original one that's Marvin. Marvin Wall. all right i'm gonna tell you i'll stop this <laughs> he's gonna get mad i'm gonna get that Marvin skipper Wall. Yeah, Linus. Yes. Da, 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 da. Y'all remember that, man. I remember this. Man, I'm 
Bourbon had the longest neck in the world anyway. <laughs> and that dude used to lean over and the piano. We were like, okay. And we just, everybody just stopped. He always did stop us from just going off. Because this dude was just playing. He never stopped playing. He never looked up. He just playing the song, man. We're like, what? What? And man, he just mesmerized. Merv was a genius, man. Merv was a genius. He, he was definitely a genius, man. Definitely. A genius when it came to NPR. And we knew it. We knew he had skills right then. And he said, that dude's going to match And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, you know, Mark. Mark. Mark Kip. Mark Pretty Boy Life Game Kip. Pretty Ricky, what they call him. Pretty Ricky. Man, man, we never heard really Mark sing, <laughs> Man, Mark over this motherfucker start singing, man. And you talking about people, jaws dropping. We just like, dang, that dude is going to make it. See, he ain't got to do nothing else. That's he right. He ain't got to study no more. He ain't got to go buy nothing. All he got to do is open his mouth up and sing, and he got it. Man, Mark sing, man, we just always had a good time. That's right. Mark never wanted to lose. You know, Mark was just very highly, highly, highly so, so play cousin. So play cousin. So yes. Mervin and Mark get together with Sweet Lou. Oh, my God. We... Is that Claude? Good night, make night. Oh man, Sweet Louis, some L. Every every uh Friday night, every Friday night uh at AYS, this is a program they do every Friday night up in Oakland. Sweet Lou, you swear the same outfit, clean, <laughs> clean, and he was so cool with it. He was so sweet. Nobody ever really realized. Hey man, you crazy man. Now do you do you realize do you do you realize why they call him Sweet Lou? Why they call him Sweet Lou? It's it's simple. It's because he can sing tenor and bass. Yeah, yeah. Just like Lucifer yeah. in the choir in heaven. So <laughs> it was short for Lucifer because he was so talented that he could. You know, if you ever talked to Claus, he'd be like, "Hey, man, how you doing? This is Claude McKnight." Exactly. <laughs> then he'd be like, "Da da." <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Sweet Lou. Yes. You're absolutely right. That is a shame. Okay. And then you got Vinny. Yes. My man Vinny and Dave, man, the whole group, man, one of the most talented acapella groups that ever breathed yes. on the mic. Please believe it. I remember when it was Elias. They had Keith Pascal and this other guys, man. They had all these guys. Eric, man, they was cool. They was cool. You can't, you can't mess with Mark. You can't mess with Sweet Lou. And you can't mess with Dave. And we, 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 and we want Merv. Can y'all bring yeah. Merv back? <laughs> Can we get some Merv back? Merv was talking to Kyle, getting paid. He over got paid. Merv was through a clean and the house got paid. He's like, I'm getting paid for everything I do. Y'all just sit thinking about that David Top. That David Top boy. Oh my goodness. We call him Lil Rocky. That they were fighting to drop my hat. He never got a scratch in his eye for him. Man, I used to be... Dad, that's because I'm, because I'm the one that was doing the fighting. 
And wasn't nobody touching no cousins. Hey, hey, hey. They will get some started with you. Yeah, but they coming. Where's Darren at? Where Darren at? It's going to be a misunderstanding. What? The light-skinned cousin in trouble? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. None of that. None of that. Oh, all of them, man. That's it, man. Joey, we call him Aquaman. <laughs> he stayed in the water when he was young. Man, that took a good swim all day long. Back was underwater. How do you swim back was underwater? And how they got how they got two brothers in the group? How they got two brothers that sound good together at the same time? Pretty Ricky, one and Pretty Ricky, too. <laughs> yeah. well, we, uh, we almost had a uh, sweet Lou and an old Kuna with a... Uh, Brian with Brian McKnight. McKnight, boy, it was about to be take eight. <laughs> yes, Brian said, uh-oh, good night, y'all. I'm going this way. Yes, but Brian was right there for a minute. He made someone one or two thousand. He said, nah, 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 y'all, too many, y'all. I'm only making $45 in this group. I got to go. That math don't work out. Man, let me get out of here, cuz. We can't talk about take six. I want to listen to some more music. Yeah, I appreciate Sweet Luke, Mark, Joey, Skipper Marvin. Oh, boy, Vinny. I love Vinny. Vinny was Vinny, the baddest bass player that never played the bass. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Bang, bang. Vinny, he always, whatever you say, Vinny always played that. Boy, Vinny, you talking about a soldier. I love Vinny. Good brother, good people, good people, my dude. Uh huh. All right, cuz, I'm out of here, man. Peace, David, peace. Holla at you, man. Jordan, get away, get 
want to cross over to see my Lord. Yes, I want to cross over to see my Lord. You know that the rich would live and the poor would just drop. I want to cross over to see my Lord get away. Dave and I had a conversation earlier about this. You know, when we were younger, it was Dave, I, Garvin, Johnny Robb, and a couple of other cats in our academy class. We had a group called SOS, and you guys used to allow us to come and sing before you guys when the group was Alliance. We were like the little child prodigy. We would warm up the audience, and you guys would come back and just shut the whole Moran Hall down on Friday night. So let's talk about those days back in Alliance and how the group started back then. Well, you know, we, um, when we started out, it was basically a quartet from the very beginning. It was the Gentleman's Estates Quartet. Now, that goes way back before Dave and everybody. And so then, you know, Mark came into the group, Mark Kibble, making a, a quintet. And then he introduced me to Mervyn. So we had six cats then, and, and uh, we knew we had something really special. And we were different from all the other groups at that, at that point. And so what we would do, we would rehearse, man, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in somebody's room. And, you know, that was it for us. We'd go at Blake Center and, and sing a little bit. But the, the main thing was, you know, anytime we were able to do a program or sing on a show at Moran Hall, that was kind of like the Apollo. You know, that's when you knew you were doing it. Right, 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 right. We always tried to set it off. We were like, okay, we're going to do our thing. And, and you know, as as fate would have it, you know, we always did really well there, and, and it was a good a good experience. Right. Speaking about Moran Hall, one of the greatest bathroom rehearsal halls <laughs> of all time. <laughs> of all times, I'm talking about. I don't know how many times I was in there with our little group, and we run into you guys. We're like, oh, there they are, man. We the greatest of all time. They about to kill it. <laughs> Yo, it was crazy though, because it's almost like you'd have to get there. At the, at the proper time so that you could get your spot because that's what everybody knew. <laughs> you had to, you know, catch me posted. Right. The acoustics was crazy in that bathroom. <laughs> Gotta make this quick. Gotta make it stick. Better begin, so listen up, won't you give it here to hear the hip communicate so much to say. So 
Speaking about Moran Hall, here's a good story. The rocks that were built from that building came from the rock quarry. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to go into details about the rock quarry, but it has a special place in all of our hearts that that went to OU, and I just have to just mention it. If there's anything you have to say about that, please do now. (laughs) All I'm going to say about the rock quarry is this. Let's set it up this way. Oakwood, especially way back in the day, very, very conservative school. Exactly. And so, you know, you couldn't even go into the the girls' dormitory after a certain time. Right. Certainly not up to their rooms or anything like that. Right. But, you know, if you were adventurous, you know, cats would uh, walk over to the rock quarry. Right. With your girlfriends or whatever, and, you know, that was like the place. You know, so it kind of got that reputation that if you were... If you were adventurous and you wanted to, you know, spend some time with your lady friend, you walk her over to the rock. Yes. Oh. Beginning and end of story. That's it. That was Oakwood's Lover's Lane. <laughs> oh, my God. Great memories. Great memories.
a special edition of I Want to Praise You.
Speaking about Mark and Merv, uh, Quincy Jones and Quincy Jones Part 2. <laughs> right? I mean, one of the most, two most talented cats that ever walked on Oakwood's campus. And uh, I grew up with Merv and Mark, went to high school with them and had a chance to work with them when I was younger. When You know, they produced a lot of stuff for us as well as they did for everybody. And uh, I just have to shine the light on them and how how you feel about those two cats. And by the way, bring Merv back. Can we have Merv back? <laughs> well, here's the thing. You know, at some point, I do think that we're going to do some work with Merv. Um, you know, it's been many years now, and people who are really take six aficionados know that Merv goes all the way back pretty much to the beginning with us. So that being said, I'm sure we're going to reach out and, and do some more wonderful stuff with him. But to lift Mark and Merv up, let me just put it this way. You know, I think because they uh, were pretty much in the same class growing up and, and doing something, this really healthy um, uh, rivalry between them, even though they were great friends and sang together and put groups together and stuff, I think they pushed each other. I think when you're able to do that, it allows you to uh, strengthen the talents that you have and to just... You know, do even bigger and better stuff, and I think that's what Mark and Merv were able to do at such an early age that it really uh, moved into the future of what they were able to do. Way back in the Bible days, Noah told the people that it's gonna rain when he told them they paid him. It's gonna happen again 
Right, 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 right. Definitely. I mean, and speaking about healthy competition, Take Six, A Special Blend, and so many other groups were born from that healthy competition on Friday night at Oakwood or OU University because we come from a school that is a seven-day Adventist university. And on Friday night, we're not playing football. We're at basically what we call AYS or church service or worship service. And so our competition grew from so many diverse groups on the campus that kind of propelled that competition atmosphere. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, we that's, that was our proving ground. You know, that was our Friday night football. It was like, okay, we got the program coming up on Friday. You rehearsed all week. You got your little group on to the show that week. And it was showtime, man. It's going down. It's going down. It's going uh, down. That hopefully you did your thing well enough that people would talk about it all through the next week. And, you know, you'd be like the champion that week. That's right. (laughs) Or you would be the martyr because so many times I had a look from you like, really, D? That's what y'all doing? I'm not going to lie, man. I, I was trying to be Tom Brady all the time. Hey, speaking about Brady, don't bring Brady into this conversation. <laughs> you know, that's my man. That's my man. I'm singing Mary. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Tell Martha not to moan. Martha, don't you moan. Well, 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 Mary. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Tell Martha not to moan. Martha, don't you moan. Because there was a Oh, Mary, don't you weep. Oh, 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 o
please to tell it to Mary. Oh, Mary, oh, don't yeah. you weep. She don't have to cry. Oh, no, Mary, no. don't you weep. You gotta tell her you serve a mighty God. Oh, Mary, don't you weep. You don't have to worry about your problems. Oh, Mary, don't you don't oh, no. weep. I'm not worried about oh, tomorrow. Mary, don't you bring joy for your sorrow. Don't you cry. Oh, Mary, Mary, no, no. Cause Pharaoh's army's been drowned Drowned in the sea Sing and Mary Oh Mary, don't you be Tell mother not to mourn Speaking about my man, Brian Brian, your brother So Obviously, he's on the show with us this week. A couple of songs. I, I've seen you guys at the Apollo. You guys toured together, just you and him and 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 his sons. Such a talented family. Um, tell me what it's like working with Brian. I remember when you brought him to Oakwood one alumni weekend. He was tagging along like, "Who is this? This is my little kid brother." You know, you know how you talk low and stuff. This is my little kid brother. <laughs> <laughs> talk to me about Brian, man. Brian is the youngest of, of four boys. You know, it's, it's uh, I'm the oldest. Brian's the youngest. And between him are Freddie and Michael. And uh, me, Freddie, and Michael grew up pretty much all together. And Brian is four years younger than Michael. So he was kind of always off to himself. But, you know, very strong because he was always trying to uh, be a part of our clique, you know? So right, Brian right, grew right. up being really good at a lot of things, even though, you know, he taught himself to do all of this stuff kind of on his own. Um, and so that work ethic and that talent and that ability has shown through for many, many years. Right, right. And, you know, there's very few people that I know in the world that sing better than my brother or a better songwriter than what I He's, you know, he's really excellent at what he does, and I'm a huge fan. So going on tour with him was a real blessing for me just to see him at work and be a fan every night. You know, I did my 15, 20 minutes with him and then I could sit out there and marvel at what this dude could do. So, yeah, it was it was really, really great. And then to see his sons, you know, my nephews come out and do their thing, it's like, man, this is like 2 and 3 and 4.0. You know, I support that 110%. You know, uh, Brian was roommates with one of my cousins, Oliver Palmer. Okay. And um, we were in school together. I used to go hang out with Oliver because he had a guitar. He he was Richie Rich. He had all the toys. He had the Mercedes at Oakwood. He had computers. So we would go in his room just to kick it. And, you know, me and Dave loved to play around on the guitar. So we would go grab his guitar and kick it. Brian sitting right there. Now it's a jam session. I'm talking about for hours. Just ridiculous music that people don't even know about. We owner a lonely heart, all kind of white music, man. We just in there jamming. Ridiculous.
a special edition of I Want to Praise You.
with peace we often forfeit But needless pain we bear Or because we do not carry Everything to God in prayer Everything Hey, Claude, I appreciate you stopping by, man. Tell me about this new project before we get on up out here. Well, we're really excited, man. We, uh, you know, we have a new single out right now. It's called When Angels Cry. And it's a little bit different for Take Six, which, you know, in our estimation is a really, really cool thing. What we've done, not not only on the single for this upcoming album, is we just kind of locked ourselves away in a room and decided to write uh, as many songs as we could all together. You know, getting, getting that vibe, um, like that old school vibe when we used to all be together in college and, and after college when some of us were living together. You know, you throw the idea out there and somebody else runs with it. And it's just a really uh, organic experience. So this particular single is really about the state of the world, man, about what's happening now without mentioning any specific things. It's just, you know, I, you know when angels cry, man, when they see what's happening, when when you know, brother against brother and, and father against father and just that kind of stuff. So that's what the single is basically about. Our new album is called Believe and it comes out on March 25th of next year. So if you're a Take Six fan, check it out. And even if you're not a Take Six fan, you will be a Take Six fan because I'm telling you, we've got some really, really great stuff on this album, guys. Cool, cool, cool. Claude, I appreciate you taking time out your busy schedule. I will be back in town sooner or later. I'll see you out there on the court. And, um, man, I can't wait for this new project, man. I appreciate you hanging out with me, man, for real. Thank you very much. Keep doing your thing, Darren. Oh, there he saw Goliath, the champ 
members of the group, obviously, because it's my partner in crime, my cousin, David Thomas. What up, cuz? What's up, man? Big D in the house. What's going on, man? So let's let's get to the root of the thing. So how long has it been since you've been in the group now? I actually joined the group in 1985, so uh, I wish they let the mathematicians do the math. <laughs> Man, when you can say 30 years and actually remember, you... My God. All right, so uh, we had an interesting look at Take Six, a.k.a. Alliance, from our position at the Academy when we were coming up when they first started, cuz. Because uh, we had a group called... What was it called, cuz? That's right, SOS. We had the SOS group going on. And you know, we was the little young boys. We was trying to be child prodigies to Alliance. And um, it was the, even before that, you know, March and Murder Pack groups, even back when we were like in 
seventh and eighth grade. Right, right. That we were trying to actually mimic. So since we was kids. Yeah, that was that was even before high school. And so even with SOS, you know, Garvin produced a lot of the songs with us. But I remember Merv coming, taking us to the side and. Church choir room and arranging something with, and you sing this when you sing. Merv was the genius, you know. He was like Quincy Jones at Oakwood, man. Well, see, what, what would actually happen would be, uh, you know, Garb and I took turns going back and forth doing arrangements for the Sons of Sound. Um, but Garb, yeah, Garb was a Merv protege, so he would literally uh, go. And Hang out with Merv, and you know, I, I, I felt a little uncomfortable. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that, man. Not even close to like that. Because Merv's my boy. I felt uncomfortable at the time, you know, sitting around under Mark or under Merv or anybody. You know, that's just not how I chose to spend my free time. The guy, you know, he was a purist, so he would just sit there and sitting in their rehearsals and it was a couple of times that he got me to come with him to fit in with the rehearsals but she, you know how it was back then man that was boring to me at the time that's just what, where I was what the reality of what we're talking about is so SOS the Sons of Sounds we were like the little young group that we used to open up before Alliance came out, they would put the little young boys out, and then they would come back behind us and smash us. And so, well, you would know, you, we we got the we got the oh, aren't they so cute? Right, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. Well they, got, well, they got the real critique. Right, and then was the days because we used to be up in. in at Garb's house, just rehearsing for hours, listening to the brothers of Washington, D.C. A lot of influence of what we were doing. There's a song that I I did not put on this show, but I, I regret to this moment. The odds of going to heaven are six to one. One of the coldest acapella songs that I have ever heard in my... Me and you used to sit there for hours and listen to this song, cuz. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. You know, that was, uh, that, that, was a, that was a standard listening material. My God. Uh, I, you had mentioned the Brothers of D.C. I thought you were about to say something else. But yeah, that, that, was, that was one of our favorites. Right, right. People keep on learning. And soldiers keep on Keep on dying 
Even speaking of that, that's where our music energy came from, from sitting listening to great artists like Stevie Wonder, uh, Charlie Wilson, uh, Cameo. I, I don't know if you want to put them with the greats, but we used to love the funk. And then all tied in with the gospel music. And when you listen to Take Six, all those elements are right there, man. You really took all of them. Anytime you're a creep that you create, all right, you got to tell this story. How did you get in the group? Everybody wants to know where did Dave come from. We didn't know he light skin was singing, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, you know, Mark and Merv. Now, I've been knowing them for a long time. Matter of fact, Merv's parents and my parents were like best friends when I was growing up. That's right. That's uh, right. We would hang out together a lot. So. Um, and, and, and everybody knew that the Sons of Sound was, was basically Garf in, in my group. And so what would end up happening is they 
Alliance lost three members, so they were looking to replace three of their members with three new members. So they started doing auditions, and uh, ironically, uh, you know, when we heard that they were doing auditions, you know, Garth actually thought <laughs> that he was going to get the hit. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember feeling to myself, saying to myself, man, that's kind of, I feel bad for my boy because they, they came and Mark just walked up to me after church one day and said, hey, man, um, can you come by Merv's house to audition for the group today? I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> I went in and I remember sitting there at Merv's house with Mark and Merv. And so... Uh, I forgot which one was at the piano. Um, I, I think it was Mark. Either way, you know, they literally said, all right, so the audition's not going to take that long. We're simply going to ask you to, we're going to go through and we're going to sing some stuff together. We're going to give you a part. Let me know as I start teaching if it's too much. You know, let me know when you, when you reach a limit of being able to remember what I'm about to teach you. And I said, all right. Mark starts teaching uh, uh, something within me, uh, and you know I remember sitting there thinking, man, why am I nervous? Why do I feel like I'm on the spot? <laughs> but I didn't tell him to stop until halfway through the song, and I was like, oh man, I forgot. I'm supposed to say, you know, when I think I've had enough. So he plays half the tune. He says, you think you can remember all that? I said, pretty much. I did the first half talking the second half and the second second part and at that point I knew the whole tune. Um, they were like, wow, that's kind of impressive that you, you know, it only took you you know, two seconds to learn the entire song. Wait, wait, wait a minute, Dave. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, you you know you had the cheat sheet because that's we were singing that song the whole time, man. We knew the yeah, song. Yeah, but not, but not, but not their arrangement. So, and a lot of times, right, right. You know, and this is the thing that you have to remember. Um, over time, you know, you know, I am to the point where I can actually pick out the different parts in the song that it really doesn't matter how many parts are there. Uh, but at the time, you know, you can you understand the core structure, but you're not actually sure of the, of the lead line for any specific part. What I mean by that is, you know the chord, but you're not sure, you know, what the second tenor, how he moves through through the chord structure, through the chord uh, layout. Right. And at the same time, uh, you know, it's really even more confusing when you get down to the second tenor and the baritone parts because... You never know which one is covering which, especially when a song has a, a parts that double each other. Where, where they, you know, second or the first or second tenor or the second tenor or the baritone sing the same note. So that's, that's what becomes See, see, that's why everybody can't be in take six, because all that right there. <laughs> I, did have, I, did have. I, I, I was about to pull you out. I was like, wait a minute, cuz, don't, don't go that far. <laughs>
For grandpa's pound cake, yeah. The one that'll make you lick your fingers. Yeah, that's the one. Maybe there's some flour and a little brown sugar somewhere. Perhaps some vanilla too, but I just know it was good. You know I love a sweet potato pie, but I couldn't make it wanna save my life. It's collard greens and mac and cheese. Sure sounds good to me. Don't know everything to you. Mm -hmm. I know that it 
work for Trump, oh, yeah. yeah. If you're tired of pain and strife, I know the recipe for life. That's 11 from neither team. Oh my God! <laughs> so you got to tell me about the new song, man. You did a great job. They, they've they've been putting you on Front Street for a minute, but this song right here sounds like it's kind of special to you in particular. Uh, well, no, man. I mean, all the songs that we do are special to us. But the it, it, reality of it is, we were sitting in the studio working on our new uh, project. It's going to be out next spring called Believe. And we were sitting there writing, and we were sitting there with uh, Ross Vanelli. Um, and he was like, "Man, let's let's just have a conversation." So we weren't even writing a song; we were just talking about, you know, the social issues that are going on in the world today, and how it's getting to the point where people are so separated. 
uh, racially, sexually, sexual orientation, no matter how, what you think about it, everything is now making everybody separate into their own separate corners to the point where um, uh, the irritation that's in the mix is also causing people to feel like they can start blowing up churches. I mean, this is taking it way too far. There was a time when at least the church was off limits. You know what I mean? Um, and, and it's really that, sad. It's really saying, sad and scary. Let's get down to it. As Christians, as believers, aren't we supposed to be the ones, instead of just sitting idly by, of putting out a message that brings everybody together? Right. Um, and song was born out of that. I think it was uh, Alvin, uh, Mark, and I were sitting there with uh, uh, Ross Vanelli, who is, who's producing the project with us. Um, and that's where the song came from, man. Wow. What a cool story, man. So let's go ahead and check that out right now. <laughs> the angels cry. Boom. I was walking down the road that leads to hope. Souls in desperation need to go. I see the glow, but something's wrong. It seems the light of love's gone. They've destroyed the place where children go to pray. Now I'm staring at the walls, the fires. In shadows on the world And now exist Now the church must live within We can build these walls again But for now I pray for mercy On our souls Angels cry burning down and we're standing in the ashes of our shame when angels cry I'll be the first to extend my hand to you and forgiveness will it's time to see this eye to eye Brown or yellow, black or white From these burning embers We can rise again oh. Angels cry when innocence is Stay. 
right, before we get up out here, so having the history, see, people don't know that we go back like the slave ships. Our parents been together since our grandparents. It's a long story. However, this is the deal. Knowing that and how you grew up, see, you, see, Dave has two older brothers that are musical too, Brian and Jackie. And I remember sitting in the living room just listening to Brian play the piano for hours. And then once Brian got off the piano, it's still warm. Here come Dave. And we in there just fooling with music for hours. But it didn't stop there. Then we'll go to my house and listen to the stereo of all the just gospel music, soul, R&B, and just absorb all that music all at the same time. It was just... I understand that foundation there, where we come from, why why you love music so much. And I just want to know, that was then. Fast forward to now. What do you see the future and what, what Take Six is going to be doing with music? Um, I think right now, you know, where Take Six is, is that we are basically shaking off the shackles of thinking that we have to be in one genre or the other. I think for us, you know, it's really about making great music. Not, not that it hasn't always been about making great music, but I think for us, you know, now that we've signed with the SRG, ILS Universal, uh, the president of the label is really become like a good friend and supporter of what it is that we do, Claude Bellani. And that being said, you know, it, it, it's great to have that level of support which allows your creativity to go to the next level. So, um, with his help, you know, we're going to be doing a, a lot of great things. You'll see us on soundtracks. You, you, you even hear it take six on the radio. <laughs> Is that right? Is that right? Well, with that being said, because now I got you in the corner and you can't get out. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm coming to the corner. Okay, so, now... What, what I do as a producer and a production person with voiceover and engineering, I always have a creative mind, and of course, you already know that. And I've been talking to you about this for the longest. And I think acapella and hip-hop music right now is destined to come together. And I've been wanting you and some of my friends from the ATL and other parts of the country to get together and do a project. I need you to say, that you down with this cuz I need a commitment right now. Come on, give it to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I told you when you first said it, I'm down with it. Tell me you give my number. Alright, that's what's up, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, expect to hear that in the future. It's going down. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> I'm tickled about that. Alright, cuz I appreciate you, man. Let's get back to some more music. You know, we sit here and talk all day, man. I appreciate you coming by. Have a good one. I'm gonna see you real soon. I'm on my way out.
turns out that smiling, or joy, is good for your health. This is Halloran Hilton Hill with another reason to praise. Solomon had it right. I remember the first time I read Proverbs 17:22, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Another version says a joyful heart is as good as a cure. I love the word cure, don't you? But those words go back 3,000 years. Let's fast forward to 2015. Guess what? The science is finally catching up to the wisdom. It turns out that joy actually suppresses the protein interleukin-6. That protein, above a certain level, causes inflammation, which drives a lot of disease, sickness, and dysfunction. So yeah, joy is a cure. Christ said that he came to make our joy full and complete. He came to bring the cure. Worry, on the other hand, creates stress, and stress is poison, literally. When you're stressed out, you dump toxic chemicals into your body. Check this out. Researchers looked at baseball cards from 1951. They checked to see if the players were smiling on their baseball card. And then they checked to see how their careers turned out. Crazy. The ones who were smiling lived 11 years longer and had longer careers in baseball. All from a smile? Well, yeah, it turns out they lived more joyful, joy-filled lives, and the joy was a cure. If you trust God, you have a great cause for joy. Uh, congratulations to Take Six, by the way, on their new project. They're my brothers and friends. I've worked with them, and I wrote the song for them, Jesus Makes Me Happy. Jesus should make you happy. It's already done. Now just live like it. Smile, laugh, enjoy the day because joy is your righteous remedy. I'm Halloran Hilton Hill, and that's another reason to praise.
This is a special edition of I Want to Praise You. Now it doesn't matter where you say you've been. No, it doesn't matter what you've done. Cause the same cut of blood is running through my veins. Is the color that sustains another one? I know that you might have had a hard time, yeah. And maybe you thought of giving in, but don't never give in. Cause no matter where you stand It's not too much to lend my hand Yeah, my neighbor Yeah, my brother Yeah, you're my friend You're my friend My friend You're my friend My friend, yes you are Well, I know that you might get a little lonely sometimes, yeah. You know I've been down that road before. Oh, yes I have. And when my so-called friends were taking each other in, I couldn't even make it through the door. So why don't you come on in? Take a load off your mind. And I dare you yeah. to wear the shoes All right. I don't know No matter where you stand It's not too much to lend my hand Cause you're my neighbor You're my brother You're my friend My friend My friend You're my friend And I'll be by your side Hold on a minute Make sure you don't forget I'll be there when you call me Just say I'll be there when you call me No matter where you stand It's not too much to lend my hand You're my neighbor You're my brother You're my friend Take a load out. 
This is a special, special edition of I Want to Praise You. And of course, we are in the middle of a take six extravaganza. <laughs> and I got one of my special, special partners from way back in the day. I mean, we go back like Cadillac seats. Alvin Chi. What's up, Vinny? What's happening, Big D? How you doing, brother? Man, you know what? So many stories and so many memories. Okay, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to that right. That that that's his own show. It's about a hundred degrees outside. <laughs> it's just me and you. We ride. We, we we riding our bike somewhere in the middle of North Alabama in the back trail, just riding for no reason. <laughs> we was the only two black guys that. Re- well, it was more than one, but I'm just saying, we out there like we in the Tour de France. Yeah, man, back in the backwoods. Don't get lost, man, Vinny. What? Why? 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 How did you talk me into stuff like this, man? <laughs> I, you know, bro. I, I I don't know. Just gotta keep it moving. I thought you were gonna talk about the time where we played ball until we were about to both drop dead for our ladies. <laughs> I didn't even. I, you know, that's always the classic. That was all the exactly. classic. <laughs> exactly. That was. We were obviously young. And so, so <laughs> we're playing one on one. I'm gonna play for my girl, and you play for your girl, and we're gonna tell who won. It was a battle royale. <laughs> we banging hard in the paint, boy. <laughs> oh my, mm, just wonderful, good memory. So, with that being said, know that you're you're, you're one of the baddest bass players and singers in the history of uh, acapella groups. But a lot of people don't know that you uh, majored in communications and you worked right. in radio and right. you do voiceovers. And I just want you to talk about that and let people know that side of the... Um, oh, uh, it's, I've had a blast. I've been so, so blessed. I've uh, done a lot, of, a lot of... In fact, I'm heading in right after I hang up the phone with you to do... Um, a Barry White thing uh, for some movie. I don't even know what the movie is, but they're calling me, and I literally like have one line, like "Oh baby, or yeah." <laughs> and uh, but I've had a wonderful. It's been a true blessing. I was the voice of the guy that went, "I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back." Wow, 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 wow. Did that? Uh, they called. They called us in recently to do the uh, Star Wars movie, uh, or when we were on our off time. Um, there's other things that um, I'm able to do. Wouldn't it be cool if the whole wide world knew what I know about you? Oh, so wouldn't it be cool? The whole wide world can watch you making dreams come true. 
If they could just see the things that I've seen, well, then they could see what love really means. And then they know joy like they've never known. Cause once they know you, they're never alone. So cool, so cool. Oh 
devoid of your love, I would never see that smile. Crystal images of love, goodbye. 
Well, that's that's so cool, man, because it's like a whole nother career that you have on the side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it uh, and it keeps, you know, when you, you when you're in a group, there's just the, the, the economics of six lead singers has to be dealt with. The, 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 uh, the reality of having six guys and their, their different intentions, their different families, they're guys that want to do different things. And to keep it going for 30 years, you have to allow everybody to have their own space. So this allows me to be able to, you know, do what I want to do, do what I need to do so that I can do what I want to do later. Right, right, right. So cool, so cool, so cool. So now, how long have you been in the group now? Oh, man, this is 30 years, almost to the month. Um, I um, got in in September of 85, and I was 17 years old. And uh, probably right around through here, 30 years ago, we were just in the middle of these epic long weekend rehearsals. No gigs on the books. Uh, Claude wasn't even in town. I hadn't even met him. But we just drilled and drilled and drilled. And uh, eventually, we, um, we, we got going and found ourselves in front of larger audiences and eventually got signed. Oh, thou that tellest good tidings to Zion.
behind this. Now, we were freshmen at Oakwood College or Oakwood University together, and um, all this stuff was taking place when we were freshmen. All at the same time, we were trying to be in natural chic. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're telling too much now. Oh, hey, that was the right, the right of passage. I don't know what, what it was about that, but you know. <laughs> wow. Claude was in it. <laughs> Dave was yeah, in it. It was truly a right of passage. Johnny Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It, it was amazing. You know, it's really amazing. The people that came out of that school, just about all of us have done something, do it done well. You know, it is really, it's really amazing that from the, the cotton fields of Alabama, so many people would come out and, and are, you know, just living blessed lives. That's right. And, you know, it just, it, it's just a unique background in general. It, it since we're talking about that, I want That's you right. to kind of talk about and tell the story about the rich music history that Take Six comes from. Because to me, like on Friday night, because we were a private Adventist university. Right. We didn't have football and sports on Friday right. night. Now, we played basketball Saturday night, but Friday night right. we were getting our praise on. So. So the competition <laughs> really, I mean, was, so was with the campus. groups. I think there were so many groups on campus that all the other bases were already singing in a group or two. Wow. And so when I came wow. to campus, it just so happened that Eric Green, the, their epic base for Alliance, had just graduated. And uh, I remember singing in Aeolians, and one of the guys was friends with Merv and said, well, there's this new guy uh, from California. And uh, he can he can sing, and um, so I tr I tried it out and uh, had a good time. Right, right. So you know, in every situation we talk about take six, Merv's name comes up. I'm talking about even when Dave and I were talking about it earlier when we were in high school, Merv and Mark, they played right. a key role in Dave's. Well, those uh, guys, those guys were truly ahead of their time. I mean, Merv is a genius. Mark is a genius. They approach music differently, but these guys are brilliant. You know, give all the stuff that they were doing when they were in high school cannot be touched now. You know, you know, 30 years, 30, 30, 35 years later.
It was rough. Right. It was it survive. And it was fun. It was a survival of the fittest. Talking much for holidays. I find them quite a bore. But I tolerate Thanksgiving. Cause I know what's round the corner. Christmas time is here Happiness and cheer Fun for all that children call Their favorite time of year Snowflakes
have to pay homage to one of the the official bass singers from Oakwood, and that's Wintley Phipps. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't even mention Wintley. In fact, I met a guy the other day um, at a career day, and all he wanted to talk about was Wintley Phipps. He heard that I was, you know, from that same school and the same tradition. He was like, "Yeah, I know you got to know Wintley." Oh, I love Wintley. I mean, he talked about him all. The- so yeah, there was so so many so many talented people and so many pioneers and innovators that um, you know when we go back in a group like Committed or uh, a, a myriad of other soloists or, or instrumentalists that have come out of Oakwood, it, you gotta help, you gotta you gotta give them a shout out, you gotta reach back because that's how you were able to make it through. That's right. So shout out to Committed, Naturally yep. Seven, one of my favorite yep. all-time Oakwood classic singers, uh, Victor Brooks. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. Is, a, is a giant. Just one of the most beautiful, uh, soulful voices ever to come out of there. Right. Uh, his, his younger sister, Julie, sang almost like Whitney Houston. Right. Yeah, she was bad. She so many people um, uh, over the years, um, you know, the, and that, and not, and that's just singers. That's not mentioned like your Roger Ryan's or you know, or Merv who who, who were just monsters on the piano. Oh man, the names are slipping me now. And, Floyd and, Mallory. There's so many people that were uh, just just musical, an incredible musical um, place. And 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 Doctor, you know, Doctor Osterman. Uh, Alma, Alma Blackman. Alma Blackman, so exactly. Just incredible. So it, um, we are proud to stand on their shoulders and to, and to have people stand on ours. No doubt. God rest ye merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior.
All right, so before we get up out of here, we talked about Sweet Lou and the way that you could sing different parts. There's a couple of songs that I want to talk about. One was a hymn. I'm not sure that it's on one of the projects that you did, but you sang the lead on it and you sang from bass to tenor on that song and a Christmas song, The Grinch, that you had a lot of fun with Vinny. Well, The Grinch specifically, um, that particular song is one of my favorite songs of all time when it comes to uh, Christmas songs. And that cartoon is actually my favorite cartoon of all time. So I knew one day it'd be really cool if we were able to do that song, you know, with Take Six. And so Mark did this crazy arrangement on it. And I was like, hey, man, I've got to sing some bass on this song. Because if you were growing up and you, your voice lowered a bit, you know, you tried to sing that, that you, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch song. So uh, Vin was gracious enough to be like, okay, man, let's do this together. So we had a really fun time. And what people may not know, uh, as you listen to that song, all of those uh, takes that we did were like one day. Wow. We were in the studio together, and we just went back and forth as the, as the track played. Wow. And so that's basically one take all the way down. One take Jake. Only take six could do something like that. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man, you know, many years ago when I started this crew, mm -hmm. I wanted to sing bass. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's a good secret. Let's just keep it's it It's not a secret, Alvin. I told everyone back let's then. Let's keep it between me and you. Wow. I got this. I okay, got this. Well, well, on this song that we're, we're about to do, mm -hmm. we're about to do The Grinch. Right. And you do know that that's my favorite cartoon I, well, I of did all know time. That. I did know that. All time. So you want to get, you want to hit this with me? I want to sing some bass. All right, we can do it. Let yeah. me start. Come with it. Are you cool with that? I'm fine with that. Are Come you, with it. Are you cool with that? I'll start with that. Um, I'll be the Grinch. Um, you can be my hinge. Man. <laughs> You're the mean one, Mr. Grinch. Hey, I'm the Grinch. You really are a heel. You're a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. Aww. You're as charming as an eel. Thank you. Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black Peel. Emphasis on the black. <laughs> I said it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, here we go. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. You're hot and empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half at home. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Check this one out. You're a vile one, Mr. Grinch. You've got termites in your smile. You have all the tender sweetness of a seasick crocodile, Mr. Grinch. Given the choice between the two of you, Cloudy Mac, I take the seasick crocodile. Wow, that made me feel seasick, Alvin. Warm and fuzzy. You're a foul one, Mr. Grinch. You're a nasty, wasty skunk. Your heart is full of unborn socks. Your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. 
the three words best to describe you are as follows, and I quote: stink, stink, stink stank, stung. <laughs> okay, I heard that. Going there now. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Let's see. You're a rotter, Mr. Grinch. See, you're the king of sinful socks. Your hops are dead tomatoes, some are out with mealy pepper spots. Mr. Grinch. Your soul is an appalling dungeon, overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable. You're me. Up and take the knots. You nauseate me, Mr. With a nose You're a crooked, jerky Jackie, and you drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch. You're a three decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich with horns in its And and Oakwood's history is so rich. I mean, it does, it doesn't just stop at music. We span medicine, dentistry, oh, yeah. law, oh, yeah. chemistry. I mean, you name it, we we're there. Now and attorneys, all kind of different things. And of course, don't get me started on this broadcast and this microphone. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They're representing. You know, when I came from California, I was. Uh, you know, basically a, a surfer boy, and I didn't really understand anything about it. I'd never seen Alabama, never seen Oakwood, anything like that. And I kind of came in there like, what's this all about? But I'm so happy that uh, God led me down there, and um, the people I've met have been lifetime friends. You know, I every once in a while I'll run across somebody that I knew from elementary or high school or anything like that. But all my Oakwood people I've been touched with, and I, and I run into people from the university literally all across the world from africa all the way over same here but you know i have to take full credit for um pulling you to the side and taking you underneath my wings and say come on nephew we're gonna go ahead and do this <laughs> <laughs> you take the credit for a lot of things I, I, and, and, and rightly so It's hard. 
Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir and full. Dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Time Their eyes all aglow 
Messing with you, I had to tease you, man. Tell me how you feel about the new project and uh. Very proud of it. It really sounds amazing. Um, Ross Spinelli has done some um, um, some amazing things on it production-wise. Dave Thomas has been the forefront uh, representing the group up with the production. He's done an incredible job. Uh, we've all done some writing on it. Uh, vocals sound great. Uh, it really is um, a product of thirty years of perfecting our craft there's certain things that we've learned to do we've certain things we've learned not to do or that you don't have to do and the art of songwriting um and performance and allowing space in the music and to be able to write lyrics that reach your heart and write to topics and that kind of thing 
track after track after track after track is just really, really incredible. So very proud of it. All I can tell people is get ready, get ready, get ready. The new Take Six joint, Believe, is, is, is going to drop. We got the first single coming out now. And uh, you're really going to, it's really going to bless you. Man, you got me really excited about this. I got one last request because you my homie from my SCOMI. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bass line to get me up out of here, man. Give it to me, man. One time. Yeah. <laughs> man, what is your favorite song that you, that you just love to perform? I got, I just got to know that. Um, you know, recently we started doing a song that we hadn't done in 30 years, uh, U-Turn, that we did with Joe Sample all those years ago. Right, 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 right. And um, I'm playing it. Um, Joe, it took me 25 years to get the confidence to, to come up after him. But uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Christian redid the track on it, and people are remembering it and connecting with it. So, and it's because I'm not singing on this one. It's just something different. It's some a different part of my brain. So, uh, I'm having a ball doing that one right now. That's what's up. That's what. Just speaking about Joe Sample, Layla Hathaway, Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah. Who else have you guys performed with? Uh, it's so many people. I mean, Quincy, Marcus Miller. Uh, we've done Boys and uh, Boys to Men here recently. Um, so many people. But I, I just think that. Um, you know, people that allow you to be you when you're performing with them are, 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 are the people that are really masters of the craft. And I think um, Quincy and Marcus Miller, um, you know, along with Ross Finelli, uh, have been some of the producers. We haven't worked with that many producers, but those are producers that have really let us shine. I appreciate you so much, Vin. Take six, by far, the most talented acapella group that I've ever heard in my life and I've been knowing them my whole life. <laughs> Thank you, bro. For every little girl and every little boy whose mother and father is across the waters fighting the war that they know nothing about, we pray for you tonight. God help us. Listen. To tear us all apart But like the rising of the sun We're waiting for you to come and Take us away, those of us who believe in you Believe me when I say another time can't waste it Have you seen it? Have you seen the news today? Yes, Lord Lord, I know that millions won't make it. 
but I'm so glad, Jesus. This life's all I have to live, and I'm glad again to be one of the ones who did. I'm gonna hang on to you, Lord. I'm gonna stay strong for you, Lord. I'm gonna keep holding on, gonna keep holding on to your unchanging hand. Lord, you know the plan that you have for me. It's not my will, but your way. And I'm gonna follow that way, Lord. Oh, Lord, with a made-up mind, I'm willing to go. What my friend might say, or my friends might do. Hey, I'm gonna follow you, Lord. I'm gonna follow you, Lord. If my daddy don't go, if my mama, if my mama don't go, if my sister don't go, if my brother don't go, I'm restoration give us hope right now without you we can't make it we've tried and we're sorry but we look to the hills from which cometh our help because we know our help comes from you we're going to hold on I said we're going to hold on to you we're not going to let go this time father Gonna trust and have faith, size of a mustard seed. Bless your name, Father. You're worthy. You're worthy. This is a special edition of I Want to Praise You. Music, music. 
music that keeps calling me so very close to you turns me your slave. Come on, come and do with me anything that you want to. Anything, baby, just let me get next to you. Am I insane or do I really see heaven in your eyes? Bright as stars that shine up above you in the clear blue skies. How I worry about you, just can't live my life without you, baby. Come here, don't have no fear. Oh, is there? Wonder why. Tell me why stop to think about this weather, my dear. This little dream might fade away. There I go talking out of my head again. So baby, won't you come and put our two hearts together? That would make me strong and brave. Oh, when we are one, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Go on, let it rain. I'm sure our love together would endure a hurricane. Oh, my baby, won't you please let me love you and get a release from this awful misery? What is all this talk about loving me, my sweet? I'm not afraid, not anymore. Not like before. Don't you understand? About James Moody, would you come on, man? You can blow now if you want to. 